Yeah. yeah until you really know how to control your money, uh, then essentially they're not living their full life. They're living a life under stress and, and in other things, you know, other people's expectations, societal expectations of what you're supposed to do and all that stuff. And you don't get to live your life, which I think is so many of us are striving for, but yet at the same time, really having control of your money is the key, in my opinion. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 hello. Fearless Freedom Tribe is Dr. G, and we're back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have Lisa Sakai, and she's going to tell us all about herself and all the amazing things that she is up to. Take it away, Lisa. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, Dr. G. I'm super excited to be here. Um, so a little bit about me. I've been in the, um, I guess, retirement space for the last 12 years, although I work with people very differently. I do bucket list planning and bucket list acceleration. I know you've done some work in the investment world, so I'm excited about our conversation. But, um, And so that's what I do. I work with a lot of professional women, helping them live their best life, love the lifestyle that they have now, and help them prepare for the future so they can keep it going. Um, and you know, we're just, just trying to help people one, one person at a time. So that's awesome. a short bio on me. <laughs> no, no, that's great. That's great. So now it's, so now we dig deep on the show. I don't know if you've listened to the other ones, but like, um, we are always very interested. Number one in what was it that got you in the space? Right. Well, what was it? Was it something that you experienced? Was it something that you saw somebody else experience? What got you there? And then was there any fear involved? Yeah. So getting to here, um, there was a lot of fear involved, actually. So I don't have a financial background before this. I mean, I do now after 12 years, but um, I'm an English and I started. So uh, I'm sorry. This- I'm sorry. Um, okay. We heard the last thing we heard was I'm an English. Oh, that was the last gosh. thing. Okay. Sorry. I'll start again. That's okay. Um, hopefully we'll get it in one shot after this. So um, I was an English lit major and theater major in college. So I have awesome. no actual education. I didn't grow up in the finance world or anything. Um, and I was a, I was a school teacher before I got into this. So, um, so, you know, I, I did a lot of different work and everything, but it wasn't in finance and I didn't understand finance really very well, honestly. And so, um, my husband and I got married um, about 13, 14 years ago. And I remember one day he was doing the bills and he looked at me and he's like, I think we need to put some of our cash in something that's getting a better interest rate. What do you think? 
And I paused and I thought, I don't know what he's talking about. Uh oh. I, I, that's not, you're not alone in that one. A lot of people people are in that book. No, right. But I thought I was all by myself. And I remember I still get that gut, gut check every time I tell this story, which is what I got then. And I thought, I'm so stupid. I don't understand this. I don't understand. What does he mean? Interest rates are for loans. What is he talking about? Like, and I just kind of lost it. And, um, and I just remember kind of sweating and going, just leave it where it is. It's fine. And I realized that I was making decisions that were very important decisions out of fear, fear of feeling stupid, fear of looking stupid, fear of not understanding it. And, uh, And it's funny, a year later, I got into this industry of all things. Um, And it's funny, it's become my mission to help women not make decisions based off of fear. So I completely understand where women are coming from, especially moving into this industry. It's very male dominated, a lot of econ majors and stuff that go into this field. And um, so essentially that's that's uh, my whole story is on fear actually. So oh, it's a perfect great. fit. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. what do you, I mean, so what do you think was like, why, what do you think are some of the key factors or what were, you know, what was it? Cause I mean, you, your, your major, right. And your background has nothing to do with this. So how did you even get into this? You know, how did you, that even happen? Yeah. Um, it, it keeps, it keeps freezing. Um, so, um, start again with your answer. I'm sorry. Okay. That's okay. So, um, it's funny. I kind of took a, yeah, strange journey into this. So essentially I, um, started in the Hollywood industry and I was working in Hollywood and as people who have done that before probably know it's not super, um, fulfilling sometimes and you're doing things that you probably don't want to do. And so I moved into the complete opposite, which was teaching. So I had been used to making big shifts um, before. And so when teaching got to this point where it got so political and it got so hard to, um, teach the kids the way that I felt like would have helped them. Um, I just, and I keep seeing the red kind of come up on the bars. I don't know if that's happening Mm. to you too though. So, all right. We may have to just do redo some of the sections then that's okay. All right. So you were saying that, um, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So she, you were saying that, um, you know, you're teaching the the politics were a little cumbersome and you weren't able to really teach the children how you felt they would mm-hmm. be most effective as far as learning. Yeah. That's that's where you left off. That's where you yeah. Her. And so, yeah, great. And so um, I had made a shift before very, you know, very big shift. So I just started going on monster.com when that was still around right. everything. And, uh, and looking for people who wanted teachers and honestly, the financial industry loves teachers because we can explain things in a way that others can't, we explain things in a, in an easy to understand way. And, and so I started in the insurance side of finance, which a lot of us do, Okay. and then have moved into financial planning from there. Oh, interesting. Okay. All right. That's cool. And then, so now you're, you know, now you're, you've made a big shift because you're, you're good at that part. And then you're in this industry, which has to be kind of like learning a new language, I would think. No, I can't. uh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything. So, so so you're, um, you've made the shift Mm -hmm. from teaching to entering into the finance Mm -hmm. arena. 
Um, and, you know, so that part of it, you know, the shift itself, you were okay with. But my question is, how was it learning a brand new language? Because they're, the jargon is completely different. Like everything is different. So how was that part of things? Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. It was very difficult. It was very hard. And you, all those same insecurities I told earlier, the, the feeling stupid, you know, like, you know, I'm supposed to go out and teach other people this. And I'm like, I don't understand it that well myself. So you feel like a big sham at the beginning. Um, but slowly but surely, as long as you train and you try to educate yourself and you start to grow, you realize that you are educating people, that you do have more knowledge over time. Um, you know, in our industry, you bring a partner out to help with the sale or whatever, okay. <laughs> what it is, yeah, especially yeah. in insurance, right? right. So um, I got to learn a lot through that process, but it it was looking at fear a lot in, in that respect, because you just feel like a trader. Sometimes I still sometimes do, you know, I still sometimes have that come out. Um, and I've been doing it for 12 years and I feel very secure with what I do, but you for this, I, you know, I don't, it, it's just, it's funny how that kind of comes out of you, even though I've got plenty of other credentials and plenty of tests I've taken in, in this world. It just, I don't know. It does come out of you sometimes for sure. I think that, uh, and I'll just let you know that the imposter syndrome, which is what you're describing, that thing is ubiquitous. Okay. So even people who have like many alphabet uh, items behind their names and have been doing things for a long, long period of time, they still feel that way. So you're not alone. <laughs> you're not yeah, alone. I know it's, it's, but it's funny. You feel alone, even though you know that consciously yes. you're like, oh, yes, I'm by myself. Everybody else knows more than I do. Which is so not true. <laughs> Okay. All right. Froze again. So I was just waiting. All right. Okay. So um, here we go. So, you know, that is, that's amazing. So that's a good testament that even if you are at ground zero for knowledge, you can still accumulate what you need in order for you to have success. And so now, you know, you've had 12 plus years uh, in this arena and I'm sure you've made an incredible impact. So now you went from insurance. How'd you go from insurance to um, retirement asset yeah. planning? Yeah. So it was, it was actually a pretty easy switch over essentially. I mean, for me, like I said, insurance sales is sales. It's very product oriented. And I, I needed to be able to sleep at night. I wanted to know that what I was putting in place made sense for the client, not just because everybody should have life insurance, but um, that it actually fit in their planning. And so it was kind of natural for me to start to move into asking lots of questions, hearing what other stuff was going on and essentially, you know, starting to do the planning part of it uh, to, to get to the insurance sale. And realistically, the planning was not that the insurance isn't important because obviously if right, you need life insurance, right. life insurance is important, but the planning was making the impact that I really wanted to make. Cause I'm hoping that nobody needs their insurance until right. they're like 95 <laughs> or hundred years old, right? Like nobody wants to use that early. Um, but the planning was where the impact was. I really wanted to make. So that was kind of an easy, easier shift. And I would say okay. that was probably about. It's probably about how many years ago? Uh, three or four years I moved into. Years okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. 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 That's awesome. And then, so um, now that you are seasoned 
And what was it that got you to the point where you wanted to target women? Was it the experience that you had earlier where you discussed, you know, you're talking with your significant other and not understanding the terminology and kind of brushing it away due to fear? Or was there something else that happened? Yeah, it's, it is that part of that understanding of where, where it was coming from. The other part was, um, you know, I know as women, we're very busy. We're always, we're taking on the world. We're, we're doing everything right. We're, we're keeping everything going and it's such an important part of our lives. And yet we often delegate it to other people. And I think it's because of a little bit of that fear, a little bit of that, not really understanding it. Um, I get a lot of women who tell me I'm not good at math. So therefore I don't know how to do this. Doesn't have anything to do with math no. ladies. It really I was going to say, I'm not good at math either, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I know exactly. Because I like the kind of math that investment provides. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it's just about doing a little bit of the time. It actually it goes right back to, you know, your question, which was a great one about how did I feel moving into finance when I had no idea about the jargon and all that stuff. I help women do that same thing. So we take little baby steps together to help them get more and more comfortable with it because it is such a big impactful part of their lives and it can hold them back from really having the life that they truly want oh, yeah. because they don't know how to control their money. Yeah. Yeah. And money control is the key. Uh, that's, that's the key to being able to live the life you really want. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's very true. No, that's great because, you know, like I, I feel that a lot of times it's not that women don't want to learn about it. They either are unaware of their status or they have what you said. They're just fearful. They don't want to look like they're not capable, which is a fallacy. And they also don't want to look like, um, you know, you know, deer in headlights kind of thing. So, yeah, no, no, that's great. It's good that you're actually like making an impact this way because it's uh it's making a difference. It, it definitely is. So how are how are you like so how are you getting yourself out there? Like how are people able to work with you and what kind of things do you actually do when you work with people? Yeah. So um I'm I do a lot of LinkedIn posts and marketing. I do uh pretty okay. consistent um videos on YouTube too and speak out speak on podcasts, speak on stages, that kind of thing, talking a little bit about what they want, what they truly want, what money means for them. We go through values. We go through a lot of different money mindset things to really help me get a better idea of where we're starting from, where we really want to go. A lot of times, especially the women, and I work with women and their husbands, sometimes if they're married, um, women and partners, women and you know, sometimes they bring their dad because they want them to be part of it, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, and so I work with a lot of women and their others, you know, whoever that is. Um, and a lot of times it's about how do we unify those feelings, those thoughts, uh, you know, keeping it equal so that everybody has a say in everything and really helping a lot of the women and men, I would say too, in this case, dream bigger than they're dreaming right now. You know, we have a lot of the sameness that happens with retirement. 
It's, oh, I want to have my house paid off. I want to retire at 65. I want to travel. I want to spend. <laughs> and everybody has the same goals. It's not possible. <laughs> We're all so different. We yes. live completely different lives. You guys all can't have the same goals. Right. So I had to really break down their goals and get them to really start thinking bigger for themselves. Let's get That's some great. detail. That's good. Yeah. Travel. Tell me what the travel is. Let's talk about it. Because most of the time, if I really push them and go, where do you want to go? Where's the first place we're going? Pause. And I'm like, well, let's think about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I think that getting them to really, truly understand their why, what yes. they really want yeah. is the best place to start. And then we move into kind of more traditional sides of investing, investing, financial planning, building out plans, that kind of things. But I really feel like we don't, as a profession, we don't spend enough time on that why, on that why they want that, yeah. what do they truly want, what are we focused on, and getting people to realize that they can get those things earlier than retirement. Yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen. Like as a physician, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I want that now. Like I'm not trying to wait because I have no idea how much time I have. So I guess it's just, I have a Good. different perspective exactly. on that. And maybe you never want to retire. Live in right. now. I mean, we can do that now. It's just about planning for it, right? Exactly and we don't right. want to take the time to plan for it. Yeah. So therefore we just don't do it. And we're like, ooh, when I turn 65, I'm going to do it. Why are we waiting for that? Right. So that's that bucket list <laughs> planning acceleration as I want people to experience their life now and don't just wait for retirement or whatever that word is for you to live your life. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because I think that is like a huge, a huge missing for a lot of people because they just really don't, they don't see themselves because of what you describe. I like how you describe it as sameness because it's like, it's a lot of sameness because they're really, that is really the mantra. Like it is like literally where everybody thinks that just like everybody. And I, I mean, I have some very, um, uh, interesting views I guess because I have an entrepreneurial mind so like the way that I think about like the work is a little different than the average like nine to five position and so like you know you are conditioned you are trained you are you are raised essentially to you know go to school get a profession work this job and retire at x time which is greatly beneficial to the employer but yeah. not really conducive to having a full life as an employee. And so, you know, um, yeah. So I think I kind of feel like the whole idea that people have about retirement and what that actually means and what they need to get there is, is really like tied into that whole, you know, go to school, come out, work for 40 years or whatever, and then retire. I don't know. I just, yeah. uh, I just never kind of bought into that. I mean, I, I did go to school and I do have a career, um, but I also understand that, you know, that is not um, everything that you do need to be looking for the future. And if you have children, you need to be thinking about generational wealth, um, oh, yeah. which doesn't happen if you don't plan for it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, exactly. no I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you do that. Um, that I, I totally with agree with everything you just said. Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, not yeah, for real. Hey, it's Dr. G and I just wanted to take a quick moment 
to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. Um, no, these are, uh, these are very, um, they're very, and, and like you said, these are not concepts that are naturally obtained, right? Because, you know, for me, like, like I got involved in, in all this, like I had some basis cause we actually had an extremely savvy residency director when I was a resident and she actually had us, she actually had a financial planner come in and talk to us because she understood that we had to have good practices from the beginning. So before we have the whole lifestyle change and everything and get caught into, you know, um, get caught without planning for the future. So she actually had someone come and talk to us, which I was very grateful for, because that is how I learned um, how to like maximize a lot of things early in the game. So, I mean, I'm 48 now and I'm, you know, it's almost been 20 years in medicine, but like, you know, if I hadn't done some things then that she had, um, you know, she had allowed for us to learn about, which just was a financial advisor came in, um, then I would not be in the position that I am now to basically live the life that I choose. Right. So, you know, this is, these are all the things that, you know, we really do need to talk about. And I think, that the reason why people don't talk about it is because it involves money and people are very funny about money, which, I mean, I get it because everybody's background is different. Some people come from a situation where there's a scarcity situation and, you know, your response to scarcity can be one of two ways. You can either say, okay, when I was growing up, there was scarcity. So I'm going to ensure that there isn't scarcity for those that come after me. Or you can say, when I was growing up, there was scarcity. So therefore, I am going to pinch every single last penny. And there's no time for enjoyment. There's no, I mean, like, there's a, there's a different look on things. And then you could be in a situation where you come from abundance and, you know, then you take money for granted. Or maybe you don't understand, like, how money actually works because you never had to think about that because it was always kind of there for you and when you needed it. Uh, so everybody's everybody has like some kind of emotional relationship with money and that really impacts what they do. And that's probably why a lot of people, when you ask them, you know, like, okay, so where are we going first? And they say travel it's, they've never thought about it because they've never allowed themselves to think about it. Cause in their minds, they're like, Oh, I'll figure that out when I'm 65. But yeah, you could think about it now because then maybe you can do some of those trips now, like 
while you're still young, active. Um, and again, my perspective is going to be very much skewed towards the whole fact that I have no idea how much time I personally have or anybody that I know has, because I see so much every single day that has to do with truncation of time people unexpectedly have had. So, you know, it's so, but yeah, that having them go into their why and actually like digging deep into that, that's huge. And, um, but I could see why a lot of people don't do that because that's not intuitive. Right. But if you, if you're, if you're an entrepreneur, if you have any kind of like, if you have any kind of like pursuits in that range, you know that you have to do introspection. You know that you have to have a very, 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 very strong why, because if not, you will not have success because there is always going to be this roller coaster, like ups and downs. And I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, like side to side everywhere. And, you know, if your why is not strong, you're just not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that you totally. start with the why. That's, I think that's, that's amazing. Sometimes you, your why has to be really strong those days. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. And then, so now uh, you got to tell us how can people reach you? You mentioned LinkedIn. Is that the source or contact or is it the YouTube channel? It's uh, so they can go to YouTube. Uh, it's, it's YouTube at or slash at one vision retirement. Um, okay. And so they can find videos there. Or they can connect with me on uh, LinkedIn. I do a lot of posting on LinkedIn, um, you know, show resources, things like that. And and especially for those women who are just trying to kind of gain some money confidence, I'm always happy to connect with you on LinkedIn. And I can always, you know, kind of get to know you better and send some resources over that I think might be might be helpful as you just kind of tiptoe your way into um, financial independence. Cause that, that's ultimately what we all want is to be financially independent and be able to live our life the way we want to without somebody telling us we can't do it that way. Exactly. No, no, that's, uh, yeah, that, not as great. That's fantastic. And I love that you're doing like some fundamental items as well, because I feel like that is, um, and that's a teacher in you, right? I mean, that's why, um, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think that really helps people because, just like it took you, you know, a while to acquire the knowledge about the jargon and how things work. It's the same way. And so I love that you approach it from like the fundamental standpoint, because then that gives people a chance to build their confidence because, you know, the, you know, you learn a foundation and the basics and the next, you know, the next level, next level. And it just really helps you to have confidence at each level and and that ultimately will alleviate or ameliorate, I guess, the fear that you may be having. And so um, that's fantastic. It's absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm glad you recognize that. Yeah, I think these are foundational pieces. I totally agree with you. Um, people think that this is a little woo-woo, a little talk about fear, you know, coming out as a financial professional and saying I do money mindset and coaching and stuff. It's not, it's not seen in our profession as professional, which is ridiculous to me. That's so sad. It is, isn't it? It's actually kind of backwards. I do too. I think this is the basis. I don't know how I work with people and their money if I don't understand this about them and start where they need to start and not just push them into something that they don't understand. And they don't, they don't, truly trust because they don't, they don't have the background knowledge or the emotional comfort 
to start on something. I just, I just don't know how, I don't know how that works. I don't understand them. So they don't understand what I do and I don't understand what they do. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That's great. I appreciate you for that one. And so you have to tell us, um, what were, so what are the next steps? Like where, where is, where, where is the project headed? That act, I want women to feel empowered by their money rather than fearful of their money, which I think a lot of times we have happen. Um, so my journey is trying to get that message out any channels, any ways I can to get women to not just be excited about making money, but excited about how they can control their money. I just, I think that until you really. The last thing I heard was until you really, and then you got cut off. Okay. Um, Sorry. That was that's okay. You're saying um, you're saying people want to want to be in the position where you can control your money, and until you really, and then we lost you. Yeah, until you really know how to control your money, uh, then essentially they're not living their full life. They're living a life under stress and and in other things, you know, other people's expectations, societal expectations of what you're supposed to do, and all that stuff. And you don't get to live your life, which I think is so many of us are striving for, but yet at the same time, really having control of your money is the key, in my opinion. Of course, I do. I do money. Right. But still, no, that's true. It is. It is key. (laughs) It's very key because money is like, and yeah, I've personally worked on my money mindset for quite a while. So my, um, my comments are stemming from that. Um, but like money, in my opinion, is this a tool, right? And so like, it's how you utilize it that makes all the difference. So of course, if you have more of it, you have more ability to do more things, right? So whether that is, you know, you know, given to your charity or whether that is, you know, taking your family on a, you know, a cruise or something, it's still a tool that allows it to do something. It is not like, it is not a, um, what do you want to say? Because I mean, if you, you know, like you, you may have grown up or someone may gr- have grown up hearing money's the root of all evil. And, you know, like if you want money, like you're greedy. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say money is the root of all evil. I would say yeah. people probably and they're like issues are where that stems from. It has absolutely zero to do with a piece of paper or a digital item. So, yeah. you know, so it's just it's just having a having a uh, money mindset that that isn't afraid of what money can do for you. Because I think that's what a lot of us have. You know, we're afraid. We're like, I don't want to say that I want money because then people are going to think I'm greedy or whatever. No, you want to want money because that's how you do things. You can't buy your food or, you know, you can't do anything without it. So of course you want that. I don't know. This is kind of funny. No, I I totally agree with you. I think you (laughs) and I could talk about that for hours probably. (laughs) Oh my God. So crazy. So we are at that part. We've had such a great conversation. I really appreciate you, Lisa. And so like, we're at that part of the show now where we do the fill in the blanks. Are you ready? Are you ready to fill in the blanks? I am. I have my answers all written down. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Such a good a planner, right? <laughs> teacher. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Okay. All right. The first one is if I am fearless, I will. Uh, push myself. So I have no regrets. Oh, that's nice. Nice. 
The next one is to me, fearless freedom means a full and joyful life. Awesome. Awesome. And then the last one is my battle cry is be a little bit better and a little bit more each day. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that was a good one. I like the battle cry one. That one really oh, I do like that. I do <laughs> like that. You're probably going to use that somewhere. You should use that somewhere. Put that on your LinkedIn or something or on your, or on your YouTube. That's a really good one. Oh no. I hope I didn't lose you, Lisa. Oh, okay. You're back. You're back. You're back. (laughs) Awesome. 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 All right. So this is what I'd love for you to do. If you could, could you share the, um, the contact information again so that people can have that? Yeah, absolutely. So probably for our contact information, the best place to go is our website. Uh, set up a call. You can learn all about my business partner. I'm sorry. Oh, good. That's okay. I heard the best place to contact is the website. And then that was it. Oh, that was it. Okay. So I'll start over. Okay. Yeah. So the best place to contact us is probably going to our website, which is www.onevisionretire.com all spelled out. And uh, you can learn a little bit more about me. You can see some of our content on there. You can learn about my business partner. If you're a business owner, he specializes in business planning. So we have both sides covered. Um, and you know, just to kind of get to know us better and you can set up a call, honestly, if you, if that's something you're interested in getting to know us even more. Awesome. 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 Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us, despite all of the crazy, like, you know, having to repeat yourself. It's so, okay. This so is crazy, fun. but this is real and raw podcasting. I mean, this is what happens. It is. It totally so, is. It's just, it's just, just what happens. It's all, it's all good. And um, yeah, so I thank you for your time and for sharing the nuggets with us and for the work that you're doing, because it's definitely something that's well needed. And I know that you're making a huge, huge impact, even though you say one person at a time, it's probably more than that, because for each person that you impact, you know, they're likely to have an impact on those around them. So it's kind of like a little bit of a ripple effect, which is quite, quite nice. So yeah, yeah, keep going, lady. And uh, yeah, I'm wishing you lots and lots of success. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. I appreciate it.